Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second episode of A Level Up podcast. I am your host, Celine Brennan. And for anyone that is tuning in for the very first time, you are very welcome. I am psyched, psyched to be talking about today's topic. It is a topic that I adore talking about. It is a passion of mine and I found out recently that it is actually my second strongest strength and it is the area of gratitude, the power of gratitude. So what we're going to do today is talk about what gratitude actually is. We are going to look at it at a somewhat deeper level and explain the benefits that are involved when you take gratitude on board. And we're going to talk about different ways that you can incorporate gratitude into your life. So the first place that I think we need to start with is the definition of what gratitude is. It simply is giving thanks for what you have in your life at this very moment in time. Now, I believe that to be a definition, absolutely, but a definition on the surface level. The whole idea of gratitude is to feel it. It is about tuning into your heart and allowing you to understand what is truly important in your life. So for many people, we can perceive things a certain way. And when we take gratitude on board, we then allow ourselves to adjust the way that we see things. So pre-gratitude, we may perceive things in a more judgmental way. And I put my hand up to that. I was one of those people. But having gratitude in your life on a regular basis takes that judgment away. Now there are endless benefits to gratitude and this episode is not about my personal opinions with regards to gratitude it is based on research it is a topic that is being researched on an ongoing basis so if we look at some of the benefits it reduces envy in your life it reduces materialism it improves your self-esteem. It improves, improves your overall satisfaction in life. It improves your sleep patterns. It reduces depressive symptoms. It reduces blood pressure. It improves your relationships and your, and your friendships. You become a much more optimistic person. It is endless, endless the amount of benefits that are involved when you have gratitude in your life. And if you were to add up those benefits that I spoke about, they equal more happiness. You need to understand that gratitude is a superpower and yet it is one of the most overlooked tools. For anyone that follows me, 
and has followed me for for quite some time, you will know that I am a big Lewis House fan and I love his podcast, The School of Greatness. And recently he interviewed a powerhouse of a couple, in my opinion, Jesse Itzler and Sarah, Sarah Blakely. Now, Sarah Blakely is the founder of Spanx. And Spanx, as we know, is a hugely successful company. So it is. And during the interview, Lewis asked Sarah how she managed to stay humble throughout the years of her success. And she put it down to gratitude. What she said in that interview is that gratitude is the basis for happiness. And I wholeheartedly agree with what she said. Now, just like other habits in our life, if it be our workouts, if it be our water intake, if it be fruit and veg intake, gratitude takes work. You've got to understand that as a human being, we are not built for happiness. We're built for survival. Now, this is where I need to delve somewhat more deeper but at the same time to allow you to to understand where the brain kicks in with regards to gratitude. So we may have heard of the negativity bias. So to give you an example, I could take on 10 tasks today and I do nine of them brilliantly. I am delighted with the outcome. I have ticked them off my list. I can move on happy days. But the 10th one, I don't do so great. I'm not overly happy with the outcome. And you can guess what one I'm going to sit down at the end of the day and think about. What one I'm not going to allow myself to to shake off. One out of 10 things I do, I slip up on. And I don't allow myself to, to forget that we naturally lean towards that negative. There is a very small part of the brain, it's called the amygdala. It is the fear center of our brain. And if we delve back to our ancestral times, they had to scan for threat on a daily basis. So whoever or whatever were to enter their caves, they needed to know if it was a friend or a foe. And as time evolved, our brains evolved. And we naturally um, got used to scanning for threat. And our in our modern day world, that is us leaning towards the negative. And that's why it's important to counterbalance that tendency to looking towards the negative if we can seek out and reflect on what is on what is good in our life what we're happy with in our life it allows you to not lean on that negative as much and unfortunately in this fast-paced world our amygdala is on overdrive because of the high stress levels that we have So again, if we can consciously and deliberately create the goodness that we have in our life, 
it changes things for us. It changes our perspective. It changes our thought process. We take things for granted in our life. The biggest thing, in my opinion, that we take for granted is our beating heart in our chest. What about the power to walk? The power of our sight? Our hearing? The roof over our head? The job that we may have? The cars that we may drive? The list is endless. Endless. And there are things that we continuously take for granted on a daily basis. We don't understand that they are gifts that were given to us and in any moment they can be taken away. And unfortunately, our autopilot thrives on us taking things for granted. Now, if anybody's wondering what exactly the autopilot is, it serves a purpose in so many ways and in other ways it does not serve its purpose. So when we think of driving the car, washing the dishes, brushing our teeth, we do that on autopilot. Can you imagine that if every day we had to teach ourselves how to brush our teeth? It'd be exhausting. We'd have no willpower left to live. So on that basis, it serves a purpose. But we miss out on life because we live so much of our daily routine on autopilot. So to give you an example, you could have a 20 minute drive to work and there is a beautiful bungalow that you pass every day and they have recently painted it and it has beautiful flowers out front and it just always catches your eyes. But today you get to work, you get parked up. And that house comes into your head and you wonder, gosh, I don't remember driving by that house today. That is you on, on autopilot. You consciously, you did not deliberately take heed, take notice to that house. And so many of us do it. So many of us. We have to create our own happiness. It is up to us to change how we think and again gratitude is one of those things that we need it is a must for us to have in our lives so what I'm going to do over the next few minutes is is list some different ways to incorporate gratitude into our lives now you may be a person that already has gratitude in your life and that's awesome and maybe some of the things that I tell you you may not have done before so you can take that on board the first thing that I talk about and I will always talk about it because this is the main way how I practice gratitude it is gratitude journaling so it is technically opening up a blank journal having a pen in your hand and writing down what you are grateful for Okay, if it be three things, if it be five things, if it be ten things, whatever the topic that I talk about, I always say to people that it is, it is a system that you have to get in place. This has to work for you. If you struggle with writing down five things, don't stress. Bring it back to three things. If it be one thing, again, it's a system that has to work for you. 
Now, the few little tips and tricks that I will tell you with regards to journaling is be specific. Okay, I have this question asked all the time. Do you not get bored writing the same things day in and day out? And I can understand how a person would think that. But I'm going to get you to park aside the obvious things that you have in your life. So if you have children, we'll take it for granted that you are grateful for your kids. Park aside your job and look at the things that you take for granted. The simple little things. Somebody holding a door for you. A person walks past you on your walk today and they look up and they smile. For some people, they might think that's cheesy. They might not think anything of it. But not everybody looks up and smiles when they walk past you. And it's lovely when someone does that. Think of all the green lights that you get when you go to work. The beautiful meal that was made for you. The full fridge that you have. The heat in your home. Your beating heart. Whatever it may be. Try and... Think of the things, as I said, that you take for granted. Now, where I, where I mentioned about being specific, if you feel it is a day to write down that you are grateful for your kids, that is absolutely fine. But try and have a deeper reason behind it. So if, you're, if your kids gave you a wonderful cuddle today, or if they told you that you, they love you, or they were just extra happy and extra cheerful, write that down. Rather than just saying that I am grateful for my children. It allows you to feel the emotions, allows you to bring this exercise to a deeper, deeper level. Of course, try to be truthful. And this goes back to the the obvious things in our life and I'm going to I am going to use children again as an example you of course are grateful every day for your kids but don't feel the need to to write that down every day be truthful with yourself there may be something that is minimal that happened in your day and you actually want to put that before your kids Please don't feel guilty in that. Another wonderful tool to to take on board when you are writing down what you are grateful for is remember to be creative. So the example that I always use is if it be your child, your grandchild, your niece, your nephew, the child that you mind, if they draw you a picture, put that in your journal. If you have a restaurant receipt from a night out with the girls, put that in your journal. If it be a concert ticket, again, put that on your journal. Now, the reason behind this is for many people, they can struggle on a regular basis. And for some people, they may open their journal on a random Tuesday And they cannot find something that they are grateful for. They are struggling to feel that positivity, that happiness. Now, what I would say to that person is, that's fine. Do not force this exercise. Just try again tomorrow. 
But what I would advise that person to do is to look back on previous pages. And more specifically, look back at the restaurant uh, receipt, at the concert ticket, at the drawings, whatever it may be, because what they will do, they will allow you to feel the emotions that you had at that moment. And those emotions will allow you to get you through the day. They may be what you need to feel to allow you to carry yourself through through to tomorrow. Now, the next exercise, I'm going to actually join it up with journaling, is voiced affirmations, or more specifically, gratitude affirmations. Some people will prefer to voice what they are grateful for, and that is fine. That's absolutely fine. Fine. Like I said, this is a system that has to work for you. The one piece of information, or beg your pardon, the one piece of advice that I will give to people is that life is chaotic. If it be your work commitments, if it be your workouts, if it be your social life, your family commitments, whatever it is, they are going to be put out on front. And your voiced affirmations, your, your voiced gratitude is going to be put to the back of the mind. Whereas if you have a visual clue in the form of a journal sitting at your bedside locker, you are more inclined to take part in that exercise. That is the one piece of advice that I will give you when it comes to voicing what you are grateful for. I am a huge believer in the power that is in the pen. It allows you to further focus on what you are doing. But yet... I am a huge believer in affirmation, so there is strength in what you voice out. It's just what you what you prefer. Now, if you are voicing your gratitude, if it be first thing in the morning, last thing at night, again, whatever works for you best, you can voice three things, five things, ten things. Or you may have the same affirmation that you voice. So to give you an example... You could voice, my life is filled with an abundance of goodness. Or it could be, thank you for this new day. Or the third example is, I am filled with happiness and gratitude. And you could repeat any of those, if it be two or three times. Okay, because the more often you do it, in other words, the repetition that you put into that exercise, it allows you to mold, mold it into your subconscious mind. It allows you to change that thought process. Okay, so there are the first two, gratitude journaling and gratitude affirmations. The third one is gratitude walks. Now, Again, this will vary for each person. I try to recommend to keep this separate from your workout. So if you are a person that goes out regularly um, to walk for an hour or if it's to walk 5K, whatever it may be, try to have your gratitude walks separate, separate to your workouts. Because the idea is... To not increase the heart rate, it is allow you to soak up the moment that you are in. 
Try if you can, keep the earphones at home, keep the phone at home or in, in your pocket and observe what is in the moment. So as you walk, you could voice three things that you are grateful for in that moment or if it be three things that you are grateful for that has happened throughout the day. Now, if you were to contact me and say, Celine, well, that's, I love the idea, but it's just not possible for me, busy schedule, et cetera, et cetera. But I do love getting out for walks. That's fine. That's fine. Again, like I said, the system, the system has to work for you. What I would say there is continue with your walk, earphones in, and then maybe two or three times during that walk, pause the music, pause the podcast that you're listening to, whatever it may be, and voice one or two things that you are grateful for. And continue on with your walk. And again, do it if it be 10 minutes later. And do it again just at the end of your walk. Change it up. Change it up. See what works for you. Now, the next exercise, I I really like this one. And you're going to have to stick with me on this one. This may come across somewhat negative at the beginning, but it has a beautiful, beautiful ending to it. It is called Morning Coffee Gratitude. And the idea is to consider subtraction. So what I'm going to get you to do is think of the things that you take for granted. Okay, so the examples that I use when I talk about this is electricity and the power of your legs. So if we were to look at electricity, what I want you to do is think of electricity gone from your life. So you're sitting with your morning coffee, your morning tea, your morning smoothie, whatever it may be, and I want you to think of all the ways that electricity is in your life. The first thing that I automatically think of is is Wi-Fi. If I didn't have Wi-Fi in my house, I would not be recording this podcast at this very moment in time. And of course, you have your hot water for your showers, the light that is overhead on my kitchen table. It allows my food to stay cold in the fridge. My cooker is electric. The night lights for my children. It allows them to have a good night's sleep. So just picture over a number of moments each of those things being taken away from you. And do the same with the power of your legs. Not being able to, to of course, walk. You may have to lean on other people for support. The struggle that you may have getting up the stairs, not being able to drive your car. Now, people may say, well, there are ways and means around that. And of course, there is. But for the people that do have that power and that they do take for granted, remember, it's a gift. And in a moment, that gift can be taken away from you. So picture each of those things being taken away from you. And as I said, it is, you know, it can be thought of in a little bit of a negative way, but bear with me. Now go back to your electricity. And over the next number of moments, allow yourself to think one by one, each of those things coming back into your life. You are gaining each of those things. So light. Your cooker now works. 
You've now got hot water for your shower. The food in your fridge is safe. You've got Wi-Fi. You've got TV. The list goes on and on. And then go on and think about the power of your legs. The fact that you're able to go for a walk whenever you want to. You don't depend on anybody. You can get into your car at any moment and drive anywhere you want to. You can run up and down those stairs a hundred times a day if you want. Again, the list is endless. How grateful would you be to get each of those things back? Immensely grateful, I can imagine, or I'd like to think that the answer is. It is a very, very powerful exercise and it just allows a person to wake up in the moment and think of all the things that we take for granted. All the things that we have because of electricity. All the things that we can do because we have power in our legs. It's a wonderful, wonderful exercise to do. Now, it may not be for everybody. I can imagine mornings are chaotic, particularly at the moment with lockdown. But it may be a thing that you can do last thing at night when, again, if it be young kids that you have. Or you just need a quiet moment away from from work and from people that live with you and just sit down sit down with with a hot drink whatever it may be and have a think about that one now the next exercise is one that I I talk a lot about um, I talk about it in different different forms of workshops because they come up in different topics and I have spoken about it quite regularly on my social media and it is triggers but we of course are going to incorporate it into gratitude so we are going to talk about gratitude triggers so when we talk about triggers it is a visual clue in a prominent place that helps you get to your goals and with the topic that we are talking about our goal is gratitude it is incorporating gratitude into our life and specifically, I am going to talk about stickers. Okay, a little bit random, but again, bear with me. People that have heard the story are probably nodding, thinking like, yeah, Celine will always talk about her stickers. So at this very moment in time, I am looking at my phone. And at the bottom left-hand corner of my phone, I have a red sticker. Now, you'll get these little stickers if it be in Eason's or any stationery shop. And... My sticker, if I be honest, isn't with regards to gratitude, but it acts as a trigger. So let's take for a moment that it is, um, it is got to do with gratitude. How many times do we go to our phone on a day? It's crazy. We pick it up every few minutes. Anytime you catch yourself looking at this red sticker, you can either pause in the moment and feel the gratitude that you have for life itself or you can voice one thing that you are grateful for that has happened so far today you can put this sticker in your car if it be on your steering wheel on your radio it can be on your water bottle it can be on your fridge it can be on your bedside locker the places that you can put this these stickers 
It's endless. And any time that you catch yourself looking at these stickers, you stop and pause and say one thing that you are grateful for. And again, what this does, it just, it acts as repetition. When you repeat on a regular basis what you are grateful for, it changes that thought process. Now, we have another few to go. The next one I got from Mel Robbins a number of years ago, and it's called Savoring. Um, this is a beautiful, beautiful little exercise to do. You can do this when you're out walking, so you can incorporate this into your gratitude walk, or it can be, it can be done at any point, um, if it be at home, in your workplace, wherever it may be. What it does, it allows you to open your eyes to more of the world around you. It incorporates gratitude and active meditation uh, together at once. So if we use the example of gratitude walking, you are out, as I said, for a walk and you are listing what you are grateful for, if it be in the moment or if it be throughout the day. Now, savoring takes that exercise a step further. What you are going to do, if it be the lambs that you see in the in the field, or if it be the birds chirping, what I need you to do is to stop, to actually stop walking and to savor that moment. Just allow yourself to witness what is happening in your life at that present moment. And this is a beautiful thing to do that if you have kids, just to pause and allow Allow yourself to witness what they're, what they're doing when you're out walking. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful exercise to do. And it just takes that walk, that gratitude walk, a step further. Now, another exercise to do is gratitude letters. Gratitude email, gratitude text message, whatever it may be. I love doing this exercise. It's just lovely to know that you are creating a little bit of happiness for someone else. If there is somebody in your life that you appreciate or if they have done something kind to you, if it be in work, if it be your family, friends, whatever, write them a note. This doesn't have to be an A4 page, just a quick little note to say that you appreciate them as the person that they are and send it to them. It is beautiful to see the relationships and the friendships that you have in your life. And I think rather than feeling that gratitude and doing nothing about it, it's like wrapping a present and not giving it to anybody. Voice that gratitude with that person. Allow them to understand the importance that they have in your life. Now, we have two more exercises to go. So do bear with me. I hope people are taking lots of notes. Today is technically the first little lesson with a Level Up podcast. So the next exercise is gratitude inventory. I am actually currently doing this exercise at the moment. I spoke about it at a workshop a number of weeks ago. I done this oh, probably six or seven years ago. And what it is, I want you to write a hundred things 
So one, zero, zero. So 100 things that you were grateful for that you enjoy in your life. Okay, this is not an exercise that you're going to be able to do all in one go. Maybe you will. Well done. Please reach out to me if you do. It's amazing. I'm stuck at the moment, to be honest with you. But you will tend to get through the first 30 or 40 things easily once you understand what exactly that you can write. So to give you an example, I think we will all agree that fresh sheets on the bed, it's pure bliss. It's bliss. And again, it's something that we take for granted. I enjoy that. I am grateful for that. Uh, for me personally, I love the hot chocolate from Costa. I love going into a bookstore and either treating myself, if it be to a book or a new journal, a facial, a walk with, you know, with my loved ones, a video call. Since lockdown, I am so grateful for a video call and, and I really do hope that I will continue it even past this this pandemic that we're going through at the moment. Lighten a candle. Hot bath with music and candles in the background. Your favourite drink. Your favourite meal. Watching your favourite movie. Mine's Father of the Bride. One and two. Whatever it may be, write it down. And it's lovely that over time to look back, to look back and it can bring you a sense of joy and happiness to your life. And maybe you might randomly pick one of those things and treat yourself and treat yourself to one of those. So gratitude inventory, that is what that is. Write down 100 things that you are grateful for and that bring you joy in your life. The last exercise, and there are so many more that I could have spoken about, but I don't want anybody falling asleep on this, on this podcast. But it's just if people are wondering that, because the most popular ways in giving gratitude is writing down or voicing what you are grateful for. And it's nice just to, to be able to express, to express gratitude in different ways. So the last one that I am going to talk about is a gratitude jar. Now, I think many of you might, if you're on social media, you may have come across this particular exercise. It's quite popular when it comes to the new year. So for anyone that is not aware of what a gratitude jar is, think of a large jar and you have it, you have a full with pieces of paper. And on each of those pieces of paper is something that you have written that you are grateful for, if it be big or small. And as the year goes along, you can, you can add to that jar. Now, for some people, they start this the 1st of January and they will empty it out the 31st of December. So they have 365 things that they are grateful for for that year. And it's a lovely way to look back on their year. And if you happen to have a little bit of a lull in your day. Dip into that jar and pick out one of those pieces of paper. And again, it can just give you that sense of joy, that sense of happiness that you would have had in that moment when you were writing, writing on that piece of paper. And again, it goes back to that visual clue. It can actually be a trigger. A gratitude jar, jar can be a trigger because you can physically see it. You can physically touch it 
And it's a wonderful thing also that you can incorporate into your family life. Get your kids involved. Get your loved ones involved. Do one maybe for, for your work. Brendan Burchard states that a vibrant and happy life begins at the path of gratitude. Sig Ziglar says that gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. The more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you will have even more to express gratitude for. The beautiful Oprah Winfrey, and I quote this anytime I talk, I talk about gratitude. Be thankful for what you have, you will end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. Now, I don't know if I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that I try to lovingly encourage the people in my life to take gratitude on board. So today, I am asking each of my listeners to do the same. Today, allow gratitude to be at the center of who you are. Be in awe of life itself. It is a wonderful tool to have in your life. It is a powerful tool. And in my opinion, it will not fail you. Gratitude will not fail you. So until the very next episode, I am asking you to to create your happy. Take care, folks, and I'll talk to you soon.